of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, call and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and welcome to All Things Radio 623. What is this? March 31st, soon to be April 1st, 2022. And don't worry, those folks gave me big bucks to run those promos tonight. So that's why I did. No, we're trying to uh, give them a boost. So we thank them for their great shows here on the Worldwide Legend. Jeff. All right, Bill. First of all, I want to say hello to everybody, wherever you're living all over the world, for joining us and listening to All Things Radio Live or downloading it as a podcast. We have a pretty busy show this week. First of all, we'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective, and we'll follow it up with Jennifer Sparks' call and our format changes. Next, we'll continue our look at radio station WLWAM as they celebrate their 100th anniversary. This time it's part two of their J-Core years, and you're going to hear a lot of very familiar people who have been working at WLW over the years. Then we'll follow up with an air check of Ron Landry from radio station WDRC-AM in Hartford, Connecticut, from November of 1964. Finally, we'll get to hear a satellite-delivered format or a, a format that's automated that comes that's prepackaged. And I believe it's from local radio networks. I'm not sure. But it's WDAQ HD4 on a translator on 94.5 with their Classic Hits format. They just readopted the format after two years of Classic Rock. But I can see why, after you listen to this radio station, why the radio station is not going to do very well, even with the Classic Hits format. Uh, they don't sound like they're in Danbury, Connecticut, because they didn't buy any customized IDs made by the radio announcers. So... So we can, you know, we can have you guys talk about that on our calls and feedback section. All in all, I think we have a very busy show this week. We've got the panel here. Everyone's here, and we've got that radio news. And uh, so I'll just turn it over to you, Bill. All right, just a couple of quick things. When you're at HD4, you know you're kind of working your way up from the bottom. <laughs> I think you're right about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you know you are. And we have to do this every week. This is tradition. Bernie, is anything coming from your your perspective this week? Do you have anything you I want have, to share? Uh, I have nothing this week. I want to keep the show moving. I don't want to <laughs> slow it down. Uh, I'm doing my part. I say BS. Um. <laughs> yes, you're exactly right. You are exactly right. But you know, Bernie, the only thing I can tell you... I don't care if the show moves along or not. Yeah, but the only thing I can tell you about radio these days, and I'm seeing so much more of it this year than than maybe I've seen in the last 13 years we've been doing this show. We're into our 13th year. A lot more people seem to be saying it's time to move on and retire, where they may may have wanted to continue working. 
but I think it's, and I'm not going to say it's the industry. You know, I, mean, I think if I'm 70 years old or 75 years old, maybe I'd want to retire if I was been doing it full time. But, but I'm seeing more of it, more of it this year than I have in the last few years. Well, maybe they got but a better package. That, <laughs> Go ahead, Bernie. Don't, don't you think that a lot of the the people you're seeing are specifically are. Uh, older? I mean, you know, so you're not you're not dealing with people who just got into the industry 10 years ago. You are dealing with people who've been there for 30, 40 years. But you know, sometimes, and maybe it's because when I was a kid, you know, and I listened to all the announcers. I mean, you you grew up listening to radio announcers over the years, Bertie. Oh and you, yeah. And you and you think they're going to live forever, and you think it's going, and of course they're, they're, we're all the same basically. And, and at some point, you know when it when you 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 know when it's time to move on. You know when you, it's when it's time to retire, and that's what's happening now. Like I just uh, when I retired, I, I really thought I was done, and I just don't know if I'm ever going to be done now. Well, you have a very good uh, person named Jeff Smullyan who who supports you and who has no problem with your visual impairment. I mean, I have to say it, and it says, "Look, as long as you as long as you can work, you're you're with us." And then and you don't see very well, many bosses just, like that. Just don't tell my wife because she really would like it if I would come up with a date to retire. <laughs> Well, but I, I don't want to. But here's the other part of the problem, and, and I, I know we're waste, maybe we're wasting a little time here, but part of the problem is what do you do with yourself when you retire? Yes, I know you can say, well, well, I'm, I'm going to read, and but just there's so much of that you can do after a while. That gets kind of yeah. boring after a no, while. You know? uh, there's plenty. There is plenty to do. Right. If you well, make up your mind, you can do it. And plenty yeah. of time to I mean, do. You can be negative or you can be positive, really, seriously. Because when, yeah. when I quit... In 2018, I didn't plan on going back at all. They asked me back, so I was ready. I was totally ready to retire. But now you're ready to do this new phase, and you're doing it. And it's you prob- talk about all things radio. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Well, right that now. too, but <laughs> that I mean, yes, it's just like any profession. My dad retired, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm going to go back and coach part time." You know, kind of the same thing. You like. I still want to do it, but I want to control how I do it. So you can kind of control when you want to work now. Right. And also, right. You, oh, you, totally. you, exactly. you can work on your own schedules. As such. And as, as long as, as you're not starving on. or on food stamps and struggling, you know, hey. And but, could you do that job from someplace else? Let's say your wife said, ah, I want to move to Sarasota. I want to move to Orlando or wherever, Kansas City or... I, you know what? They do not have it set up for that. Uh, I have to. I totally have to go downtown to the station. And you know what, Bernie? A lot of radio stations didn't. There, there are those that do, but a lot of them didn't. I wonder. I, wish, how I wish we could do it from other places. Yeah, well, that that would really make it easy. But hey, it's what it is. You got a job, and you right. got. But here's mm. the thing: if I could, if I could do it from other places. If, for instance, I'm on tonight and a superstar dies, I can go in and update the voice tracks. Yeah. You know, whereas I can't do that because I'm home. Is there some possibility they will ever do that? And then again, you got to worry about, is it going to be accessible for me? So. Well, I, even, if I, even if I have to have Teresa help me, she would be willing to do that. Especially right. if it meant she didn't have to go downtown. 
<laughs> she, would, she would love that. Is downtown Indianapolis yeah. like downtown Albany and like, oh, where am I going to park? Where I mean, it's I know what it's like where I live. No, 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 no. We have a parking garage for Emmett, so you know, and it, it's it's no more than fifteen or twenty minutes from our house. A dumb question time. Sure. Oh, how is? She'll be willing to help you. She'll be willing to help you as long as she. I mean, you're getting a check. Oh. Yeah, well, no, she no. didn't care about, she, she about it. She works in her own right. <laughs> but dumb question time. How um, how does people like, well, I know Dan Dockage, but let's say um, the guy was on in the morning, Jeff, that was doing the sports, that went to Boston and came back. Um how are they able to do their shows from home? Do they have a special? Do they go into their office? Have some kind well, of? Well, I think you know, like you can use like some kind of a, a, a Marty system, or not even Marty, but Comrades. Comrades. Yes, and but the thing is, you you then have for those shows, their talk shows, so you've got somebody at the station running the board and and, 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 and reading the calls those are and stuff. Live. Yeah. yeah, those are those are live shows. Whereas what I'm doing is recording voice track, so there, yeah. there is a difference. But people well, like Delilah or what John Tesh or whatever the case may be, they have the special studios where they can go, or they have it at home. I think. Well, yeah, but they're they, 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 they have a different arrangement, Bill, because those shows are just are customized for each format, and they don't they don't do a lot of voice tracking in the sense that. They they it's it's pre-canned and uh, whatever version goes to each radio station. They don't they don't even know what music is being played. They just they just read a script. Right. True. But the other thing is with them is if if they wanted to do it, if it were important to do it, they could work it out. They would do it's it. Totally up to them. And you know, if if my wife gets to a point where she says, "I I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to go downtown anymore." I'll. Uh, you know, divorce her and marry a new person, and uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, let's see how that is. Total lie. Let me send that tape. Um, no problem sending that. <laughs> hey, maybe we better move on to the radio news, Bill. Oh, it's okay, yeah, Jeff. You, Bernie. <laughs> hey, but we learn something from Bernie every week. His insights. See, I told you we'd come up with something. Yep, you certainly did. Yeah, so that—that's the oh, key God, here. I'm in such trouble. Yeah. Well, we lost the radio news, Jeff. So it's going to oh. take a second, yeah, but please, we got it. Please, some radio news. Yeah, please do. I'm going to rescue you, Bernie. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. The Nielsen Rating Company is sold. Westwood One and the National Football League signed a multi-year contract for radio coverage. We'll let you know what's happening on the street and continue our look at the Nielsen February Personal People Meter Ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and the biggest news this week isn't about a particular radio station or radio company, but it's about the company that provides rating services for radio and television. Nielsen, the company that has been providing radio and television ratings for many, many years, 
has been sold. Now, we talked about this story last week, and we told you that Nielsen had rejected a sale from a private equity firm. However, a new private equity company has stepped forward, and here are the details on the sale of Nielsen. Nielsen has agreed to be sold to a consortium of private equity companies led by Evergreen Coast Capital and other institutional buyers. The purchase price for the company is $16 billion. What will this mean for radio, and what will this mean for television? We really don't know, but we know that the landscape of radio ratings is certainly changing with competition from Eastland, and of course, we'll let you know more about the sale and how it affects radio in a future All Things Radio Live broadcast. In other news, Westwood One has extended its NFL rights deal with another multi-year contract with the National Football League. This continues a relationship with Westwood One and the NFL, which has been going on for over 35 years. In the new contract, Westwood One will continue to cover Sunday Night Football, Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, Thanksgiving Day Football, and select international games. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. Yet another radio company is filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. This company is Rockingham Media, which owns radio stations in Central and Western Kansas. In the bankruptcy petition that was just filed, the company claims they have assets of $1,300,000 and they're over $22 million in debt. Now let's move to Cleveland, Ohio, where WTAM is going to be seeing changes to the radio landscape. Geraldo Rivera has been hosting a talk show on radio station WTAM since 2018. However, he's going to be leaving the radio station because his Fox television commitments make it impossible for him to continue doing this daily talk show. Congratulations go out to Randy Fox, who's a new program director at radio station KSBJFM in Houston, Texas. He comes to this radio company after working for American General Media in Albuquerque, New Mexico. KSBJFM is a Christian radio station broadcasting a contemporary Christian format. Now let's move our microphones to St. Louis, Missouri, where Charlie Brennan is hanging up his microphones after working in the radio business for over 30 years. Charlie Brennan has been doing mid-mornings at radio station KMOX AM and its FM translator for the last few years. He aired Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. till 11 a.m., hosting the show with Amy Martzker. Charlie Brennan will be retiring, and his last day will be May 12th, 2022. Now let's move to Chicago, Illinois, where Hubbard Broadcasting was making changes at radio station WTMX-FM in Chicago, Illinois. They're adding a new afternoon drive show, hosted by Casey McCabe and Jenny Valier. The current afternoon drive host, Lisa Allen, will continue working for the radio station, hosting middays. Finally, let's congratulate David Kaplan, who's been a sports voice on Chicago radio and television. He'll be hosting a new sports show on NBC Sports Chicago. The show is called Unfiltered with David Kaplan and will air weeknights at 6 p.m. Now let's continue our look at the Nielsen February Personal People Meter Ratings. In Washington, D.C., the number one ranked radio station is WAMU-FM with a news talk format. The number two ranked radio station is WHUR-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Washington, D.C. is WASH-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Boston, Massachusetts, the number one ranked radio station is WROR-FM with a classic its format. The number two ranked radio station is WMJX-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Boston, Massachusetts is WXKS-FM with a pop CHR format. In the Miami-Fort Lauderdale, Florida market, the number one ranked radio station is WFEZ-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WHQT-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station is WLIF-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Seattle, Washington, the number one ranked radio station is KIROFM with a news talk format. The number two ranked radio station is KNWNAM with an all news format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Seattle, Washington is KRWMFM with an adult contemporary format. In Detroit, Michigan, the number one ranked radio station is WOMCFM with a classic hits format. The number two ranked radio station is WNICFM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Detroit, Michigan 
is WMXD FM with an urban adult contemporary format. In Phoenix, Arizona, the number one ranked radio station is KESZ FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is KJZZ FM with a news talk format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Phoenix, Arizona, also programming a news talk format, is KFYI AM. In Minneapolis, Minnesota, the number one ranked radio station is KSTP FM with a hot adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is KNOW FM, that's the public broadcaster, with a news talk format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Minneapolis, Minnesota, is KQQL FM with a classic hits format. Now let's move to San Diego, California, where the number one ranked radio station is KXSN FM with a classic hits format. The number two ranked radio station is KPBS FM with a news talk format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in San Diego, California, is XHRM FM with the Rubik Adult Contemporary format. In the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market, the number one ranked radio station is WDUV FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WCIE FM with a Christian Top 40 format. Finally, the number three ranked radio station in the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market is WXGL FM with a classic hits format. In the market that serves Denver and Boulder, Colorado, the number one ranked radio station is KQMT FM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is KYGO FM with a country format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station serving Denver and Boulder, Colorado is KALC FM with an adult contemporary format. In Baltimore, Maryland, the number one ranked radio station is WWIN FM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WLIF FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Baltimore, Maryland is WQSR FM with an adult hits format. Finally, in St. Louis, Missouri, the number one ranked radio station is KSHE FM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is KEZK FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in St. Louis, Missouri is KPNT FM with the classic rock format. Next week, we'll conclude our look at the Nielsen February personal people meter ratings. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was Indeed, followed by DuckDuckGo, Progressive, ZipRecruiter, and Babbel. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595 and hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Great job, Jeff. Thank you, Bill. We have a little bit of radio news that I want to tell you about, which we couldn't get into the newscast. For those who are Mets fans and Odyssey, this is unusual because you don't see this very often. The Mets don't have a lot of affiliates. They may have a very few. And so they have just come out with a press release saying that for those who like the Mets, you can listen to all of their Mets games. They're going to be streaming all of the Mets games in English and Spanish. On the Odyssey app. So if, uh, if you don't have a radio nearby, or, or you want to know what's going on, you can stream that that, that radio. You can use that streaming app. I say, so I should say to get Mets baseball. Now the other news is for those listening to WBZ in Boston, Massachusetts, you might remember a guy who worked there in the afternoons. He did afternoons just before they did the all news thing. His name is Bob Raleigh. He passed away at the age of 87, but he also was very well-known for doing talk. Uh, after Larry left the, ra- left the radio station, he did the all-night talk show for quite a while on WBZ. He passed away at the age of 87. So that's some of, some of the radio news that we've got to talk about. Um, and there we go. And uh, we do have a hand raised from Charles in in Baltimore, Maryland. Charles, can you unmute yourself, please? And Chris, I know was coming in. It was integrating. Yep. Yes. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Oh, yeah. we, can, we, can, we can hear you. Go ahead. 
Yes, thank you. Okay, first of all, um, in Baltimore, Washington, there was a guy named Bob Riley who did stuff in the 60s and the 70s. Yeah, same so guy. No, no, same it's guy. a different It is a different guy. It is oh, no, there were two. Guy. Okay, I thought he came from Washington to WHCH oh, um, and then to WBZ. I have I have air checks of him. It's a different guy, totally different voice. Also, also um, I was amazed at the... Uh, the three top stations in Baltimore and Washington. That was rather interesting. Well, thank I you. I thought WTOP would have been listed in Washington, but nope. No. Uh, and WTOP, in Baltimore, oh. go ahead. And, the, and WBAL is not in the top list either. So uh, Yeah, I know. I never expected them to be. I wish they, they were. They were once last year, out of the blue. Yeah, yeah one know, time, yeah. A year ago. Yeah, I know. Too long. Yeah, but ago. they may get a little bit now. They're going to have the Orioles. I mean, if people want to listen, they they're there. So yep, that's true. That'll that'll help them. But like, I never saw like WQSR. I've seen W what WLIF. I've seen them, but I you know I think it's kind of neat. So I would just that's just you know my two cents worth, whatever it is. But I'm enjoying the program, and uh, thank you very much. All right, thank you very much, Charles. Thank you very much. And we enjoy what you have to say. Uh, uh, what I was going to say, uh, 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 you came in a little late, Chris, but we're going to yep. be doing the guy that replaced Jefferson K on WBZ. It was Ron, Ron Landry. Landry. And we'll do yeah. him a little bit later on um, after the feature from WTIC AM in Hartford. I'm sorry, WDRC in Hartford, Connecticut from 1964. So, right. uh, yeah. Spent uh, six years in Hartford, Connecticut from 1960 to 1966. And uh, very good radio announcer. I think. Uh, oh yeah, he was. He was okay. And uh, after he, after he left WBZ, and of course he, he worked at KGBS in, in Los Angeles. He got out of radio, and he made his money writing for radio and television, writing scripts and doing writing comedy and stuff like that. So, uh, after his Hudson and Landry days, yeah. That's right after his Hudson and Landry days. So, just thought you'd you'd be interested in that, and. Uh, so I'll turn it over to Bill and uh, we got a raised hand, I think. Um, let me. Oh, uh, Al, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't hear it come in. Go ahead, Al. Uh, meet okay, yourself. Okay. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, uh, or gentlemen, ladies uh, listening around the world. Well, they're anyway. they're listening out. We know they're out there. You know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you, Jeff, for mentioning about Geraldo Rivera. I was going to mention that, and you beat me to it. Uh, and uh, it was announced Tuesday on TAM. Uh, I guess you recorded the uh, thing on Tuesday afternoon, of Jeffrey. Found out about Tuesday also. I, that's what I found out about it. And but, but he made his mark really in New York City television. The big yeah. thing that he talked about was the abuse that was that people were facing in the mental institutions like Willowbrook. And he really made a mark in radio and, and television for that. For all of his reporting for Channel Seven Eyewitness News, his original avocation was to be a lawyer, but he uh-huh. dropped out of law school and became a. a, a television journalist and he did very well at it and he uh, right. for 2020 he was on 2020 he's on 2020 he worked for abc and now he works for fox television and, and that's he had why a syndicated he, talk show in the 90s that was popular and, right. and he had the infamous the infamous al capone's vault the syndicated yeah, which, deal which, which, which ended up being which ended up being a dud ever i watched that and there was nothing in that vault except some empty i sat bottles. through the whole thing oh. i sat he's through the whole thing He's going to stay in the Cleveland area. The reason they actually, another reason, he's going to be 79. And, you know, it's just tiresome flying back and forth to New York to do Fox well, stuff. And, and, the, and the reason he's staying in Cleveland is because his wife is from Cleveland, Ohio. So, Baker uh, Heights, Ohio, eastern suburb, yeah. Okay. Did you, did, you, did, you like, did you listen to his show a lot, Al? Yeah, off and on, yeah. So I wonder if uh, Glenn Beck's going to be 
they're adding uh, Glenn Beck's first hours in prior because I haven't heard who they're going to replace him with. I don't know because they they they're known for having lots more local talk on that on that on that channel. It's like WLW during the daytime they do a lot more local talk. So uh, I'll, I'll I'll keep you posted. All right, thank you, Al. All right, thank you. thank you. Hi, Jeff. We time for that those call letter and well, I think if we don't do it, Jennifer told me that if we don't put that on, she is not going to punish you, but she's going to get going to get after me. So. Well, I'm scared of her fans. Yeah, I'm scared of her fans. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hear him outside chanting now. That's so, why yeah, she's sitting out a little the, bit uh, upset. She's sitting out there with a glass of iced tea in her hand, out on the lanai with her Amazon tap, listening to you, All Jeff. Radio, of right. That's what yeah. she's doing. So. All right. Anyway, so she can hear herself. There's nothing worse than listening to yourself back on the radio. But here you go. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of March 31st. WISX FM 106.1, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, changes calls to WUMR FM and changes format from soft AC to urban contemporary and changes slogan from 106.1 The Breeze to Rumba 106.1 KBPB FM 91.9 Harrison, Arkansas changes calls to KHLR FM KESN FM 103.3 Allen, Texas changes calls to KVDT FM KHKA AM 1500 Honolulu, Hawaii changes slogan from CBS Sports Radio AM 1500 to CBS 1500 Hawaii's information station KROG FM 96.9 Grants Pass, Oregon changes slogan from Rock 96.9 The Rogue to The Rogue 96.9 WJCS FM 89.3 Allentown, Pennsylvania changes slogan from Your Station for Inspiration to WJCS 89.3 FM WNPQ FM 95.9 New Philadelphia, Ohio changes slogan from the light 95.9 to K-Love WPIT AM 730 Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania changes slogan from 73 WPIT talk radio that helps people to WPIT 96.5 FM 730 AM KBVA FM 106.5 Bella Vista, Arkansas, changes slogan from light 106.5 to 
0.5 KBVA KSMO AM 1340 Salem, Missouri changes the slogan from your information station to KSMO 1340 AM KTOQ AM 1340 Rapid City, South Dakota changes the slogan from AM 1340 ESPN Sports to 105.7 FM 1340 AM ESPN Rapid City KXVB FM 101.5 Greenland, Arkansas changes slogan from my FM to 101.5 the vibe. CHFM FM 95.9 Calgary, Alberta changes slogan from 95.9 CHFM to star 95.9 WUFO AM 1080 Amherst, New York changes the slogan from power 96.5 to mix 1080 WUFO WA I-L, FM 99.5, Key West, Florida, changes slogan from Sun 99.5 and 103.1 to Rockin' the Keys, W-A-I-L 995, W-F-K-Z, FM 103.1, Plantation Key, Florida, changes slogan from Sun 99.5 and 103.1 to Classic Rock Sun 103 WTZN AM 1310 Troy, Pennsylvania changes slogan from Golden Oldies 1310 Well, there you go. Um, what if there ever come a day when all of those channels down in the lower band, you know, like from 91.9 down to whatever, 89.1 or 88.1, I wonder if they'll ever all, would that be a way to save radio to make a lot of those stations commercial? Well, they almost are. If it you would listen. be it would be nice if you listen to all the underwriting that those stations do. Sometimes you think they're commercials. Yeah, pretty they, they, some I, of them. Yeah. Kind I of think there'd be a big pushback by the colleges and universities and everybody and and the NPR. Oh. It would it would be the kind of thing where I think you'd end up pitting um, like the NPR folks would get you know in, in league with the colleges that have stations, and it'd just be a big stink. I think it's one of those things that better. They're just not going to mess. It's, it's like we were talking about in baseball, the antitrust with the Congress ever do anything about it. It's just one of those things they just leave alone because they can't win if they try it. Well, like here, our NPR station, they're 90.5, but they have a second station that's in the commercial band that they bought that plays kind of AAA music. You know, it's uh, you know, at 98.9. So you're seeing the non, a lot more non-commercial on the commercial band. So I could see it, you know, 
Well, here's the problem, Chris, like, and, 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 and I, I know it because I go to Syracuse University, and they have a college radio station, but they can't get students who want to work for it or want to do it right. with radio. People don't people don't want to go into radio like they did when I was when I was going. going right, to I, I get it for the ones that are actually college, but a lot of them are not. They're either, and they're all a lot of Christian ones. There's a lot of NPR ones that are run by you know adults that are, are running them, and so I think they'd have just a lot of pushback from uh, people that uh, like NPR and people uh, that that want their Christian stations on the FM dial. In a little, well, I, think, you know, I don't think the too, Christian you know? stations would care that much themselves. No, they're, yeah, they're already on the other part of the dial. It's not Yeah, I mean, they're all over the dial. They don't really care. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, look, look, I have this thing, and I, I get to listen to AM radio stations throughout the country with these with these online radio receivers that yeah. you can actually tune. That's not an internet thing. That's sorry. And I'll tell you, what what what's coming on AM lately is not uh, anything new and great, but it's. A lot of foreign language programming and a lot of religious programming, and they, that seems to be where that niche may be ending up, Chris. That's what I'm seeing, at least in, yeah. over the, oh, around oh, during the during the time. That's what's that, and that's what seems to be happening. Even in Albany, New York, you, if you want to find music, you're not really going to find it on AM, except for maybe a, there's one country station that's on 900 with an FM translator, but everything else is either sports, yeah, or or talk. Maybe there's one one other station, 590 WRW is music, and that's yeah. it. There's no 1540. That went off a few years ago. Yep. 12, four, uh, the 1240 WPTR, but that's barely on. It's on. It's off. It's on. It's off more than it's on the air. And and, and there's 1300 that's talk, and you got 1400 that's now non-commercial with WAMC. So AM is really eroding into a wasteland of, of something. I'm not sure what it's going to turn into, but it's we not. we don't have it here uh, at all, really. Um, we have one station no music on AM. On AM. No, and around yeah. here, there's no reason to even listen to AM. I mean, no. if you want to hear no, there's not here. And our news talk station is a joke. So if I want to find news, I use my phone. I don't bother with any so-called news talk station in the local because they've, see, they've I, given I that up. That this, I think the question about uh, whether or not uh, the, the lower end of the band could become commercial. I think that's a good question because. First of all, why couldn't the stations who wanted to be non-commercial just stay non-commercial? As, as we pointed out, there are stations all over the commercial band that are NPR stations, so therefore they're non-commercial. And so if you have a station in that lower end of the dial and you want it to be commercial, let it be. And then well, the, you, only, the only thing that's yes. holding that back, Bernie, is that there would have to be an FD, an F, a, a rulemaking procedure going through the FCC. And, sure, absolutely. And the FCC, that would yeah. be comments, and then it would go into the federal registry, and that would be yeah. a law. That, that would and be I think it's one of those but, things that both sides would push back. You know, like I say, I think both sides would push back. I think the, the I liberals don't would like NPR. I think you're right. I don't, I don't think... I don't think NPR would, NPR would really care for about because they're not going to do commercials anyway because they can't because of the because right of the, right of I'm not charter. saying they would but I'm saying and I think it would just be like more I don't know what the broadcasters that got those those that section would do with it I mean so in particular a, well, you know they, are they here. really crying out for more radio stations We have a station <laughs> here on eighty-eight seven, which is an urban station, and they have. Uh, a lot of grants and stuff, but it'd be very easy for them. You said eighty-eight-seven. That's not going to last very long yeah. because eventually the FCC is going to get rid of those frequencies for. Yeah, well, they've been eighty-eight, eighty-eight point seven. No, eighty-eight-seven still. It's like an eighty-seven. Not eighty-seven. Yeah, eighty-seven. Anyway, well, so they they could very easily go commercial 
because oh, yeah. they don't carry any NPR programming, I don't think. They do all yeah, their own stuff. Station. They've been around, what, 40 years almost? Not and that, yeah, 40 yeah. since the 80s, yeah. This is true. Well, I think we should move on because we got a long I think we got guys. a bit. Jeff, relax. Uh, we're cool. Huh. We're cool. The coffee. It's the coffee. It's a coffee. Uh, we're going to get it, buddy. Uh, we do have one other hand, I think. Oh, I went to put it down. Oh, did you put it down? Okay, he put it down. All right, well, then we can roll on and we're going to do the J Core now. Yep. The 700 WLW. And right. yeah, we got some pieces, but we got a very understanding guy on the other side. If we over a minute or two, I told him it was his job. So he's cool with it. He doesn't have a problem. Tim yeah, doesn't have a problem. one of those commercials. Right, right. Especially yeah. when his commercials. Just, yeah, you know, but we're going to do part two this week of the 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 J-Core years of WLW. And I think you're going to find some interesting stories. And it's just radio people. And the stories they have it to is. share. It's, it's so just, much fun. I, mean, I, I think it's going to be yeah. fun. It's going to be better than me talking, let me tell you. Here we go. Randy, would you tell a little bit about when you were on, as much as you want, excuse me, uh, Alan Gardner, when you and Alan Gardner were on the air? Uh, well, I mean, uh, that, that was fascinating radio. And that was, that was before Mike then came in. Yeah. And then, yeah, we actually got a competent professional yes. uh, to follow. Alan, Alan was a news director. Well, I, I did the talk show for the first year just to set the tone because I, I wanted to you did. break the rules and push the walls. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say penis. We won't do that again. That's Bill Cunningham has sort of exclusive rights to that word. It is trivia today. Not very controversial. We, we've settled in. We knew they'd be here to film for television so we wanted not to be controversial so i won't uh, won't make any of the jokes about the vice presidential candidate right such as no which, which, which no ones wally won't you make no wally and the beaver jokes today forget that it, it, we didn't talk politics or sports i know that's shocking we just talked about stuff and of course and i'd always try to make it as sticky it was diary days memorable yeah. people talk you know and uh well, you know we do if you were going to kill somebody who would you kill how would you do it and how would you hide the body and then we'd like try and help them with the plans like oh no this is how you don't get caught here's a better way to do an alibi and you know uh we we just do shit that was over the line that was sticky and memorable and it set the tone that this is no because you know WLW was at that time 80 years old. It had been the only 500,000 watch station in America. Everyone thought it was a wonderful station. They remembered their grandparents loved it. You know, they, WLW didn't sell a local commercial until 55. They were the nation station. They were dignified. They were old. It's this huge signal, and nobody listened. Oh, let us get away with murder at KRC. And I wanted to say I have tremendous respect for this amazing one-of-a-kind radio station, the grand old lady of broadcasting, but I want to teach her to dance. She's not part of history, she's part of now. We're going to take this amazing facility and lead change. We're going to bring life back to AM radio by being what we could be. And we ended up second, 18 to 34, almost out of the box. But 
it was an FM morning show. Um, I mean, we were just anything that wasn't right. Um, if I didn't think we were having a great show, I'd say, man, we suck. Let's see what else is on. And I'd turn the radio on and put on KRC. You know, oh, that's terrible. I didn't turn on CKY. And, oh, they're talking about gardening or something. God, we suck, but what else are you going to do? This is terrible. And, oh, the other stations would go crazy. And it's just all the shit people didn't do, you know. Um, and why not? It's funny. I'd turn on TV. I'd say, man, we suck. Let's, and we'd cliff ground and put the TV on for a while and play a little bit. You look at that. Oh, you know. Ah, that's boring. Okay, what are we going to talk about? And, of course, we you know, have a, a plan, but... Um, it was just that set the tone of like, don't take yourself seriously. Don't, you know, yeah, the news is serious. The morning show, Jim Scott, I mean, all the credibility in the world. But then, you know, let's have fun. And, you know, Lee Jacobs was talking about how short, how quickly people decide if they're going to listen. And he was talking about the importance of resetting the topic and reminding people what you're talking about. And that's a good plan, especially if you're not particularly talented. But if you have these guys, you don't have to do that because I don't care. If you tune in any one of these people, in 30 seconds, I don't care what they're talking about. You can come in the middle of a bit, in the middle of a sentence. You're going to be hooked. And that show, I'm not as talented as these guys, but that show set the tone to, like, be unpredictable, be unexpected, be something people talk about. Take ideas and synthesize them. Don't just say, oh, Trump sucks. Take two ideas that don't seem to relate in any way and mix them to create an entirely new thought. So people say, hey, have you ever thought about this when they go to work? Make it sticky, make it memorable, make it high touch. And that's what that show was about, was setting that tempo, not taking ourselves seriously, surfing current events, being willing to try almost anything and see if it sticks and stays. And then Mike, who's just outstanding, came in and did the show the way it should be done. Now, I think one of the things to throw in there is we did work hard. Yeah. I mean, I remember our, uh, Dave, you, Dave... You make it sound like you're yeah. screwing off, but, you know... No, I mean, Dave, Dave Mason, remember, he, came over, he was filling in for Jim sometimes. He'd be on vacation, yeah. and he... From KRC, Dave Mason came over. I remember he just kept saying he was amazed how early people were getting to work. Because Gary would be there three hours early. Yeah, I felt like that. Yeah, I'd be at least an hour and a half, two hours early. He was, I guess, he was used to people showing up at five till, jumping on, do what you do and go. But at LW, people did, we put the work in yeah, and had a good time. Preparation time. was incredible. Yeah, no doubt. Show prep. Yeah, we, we were we were living. Except Willie. I, I, I wanted to, yeah. I said, Willie just ran in the hallway and grabbed somebody and said, you are, you know, a bank robber <laughs> who just killed our sales manager. Said, well, we have time to kill. Said, well, come on, I kill some time. <laughs> and I caught you and, you know, yeah. and tell you. I wanted to tell a little about, you know, with, with, with Randy, the way that I ended up here uh, longer. I, I, I remember uh, Randy had hired me to go to WDAE in uh, Florida, and then it didn't work out. Well, WDAE didn't work out. Uh, and so I was there for, uh, I think, two books, about six months or something. And so we came back, and uh, we, but it was another guy that hired me at, C, at WLW. And uh, so I go in, and I'm working a while, and then Randy and his group brought, they, they purchased the station. Right. And so um, 
I'm like, uh, wow, okay. Randy's got to be pissed at me because I didn't make that happen down there. I was pissed at Jim Pitcock. He was a tool. <laughs> well, but, you know, you're worried about that. So uh, it came time to, you know, usually when a group takes a station over, if you're there, you know if you've been there, you're out. And so I, uh, I went into Randy's office, and before I did that, I was talking to my, my daughter, Tracy, who is here. And she was, how old were you? You were five years old or something, or six years old or something like that. She, and she said, she said, Dad, I've been to five different schools, five different years. I really love it here, and I wonder if there's some way that you could stay. And I said... I'll do my best, uh, I, I, you know, but th it's not the normal thing, you know, they usually, you know, let you go, and I had an offer to go to L.A. at KABC from, uh, what's this, uh, you know I'm talking about. You'd have loved working for George Green. Ah! <laughs> well, this guy would have been okay, I think, but he wouldn't have been fun, no. uh, and so... No. I, I, I remember I walked in to talk to Randy, and I thought Randy would say, well, how much, how much money do you want? I would say, how much? He would say, I'm sorry, that's too much. And so he said, how much money do you want? I told him how much, much, how much I wanted, and he said, Gary, that's not enough. Who is the all-time leading scorer in Kentucky basketball history? All-time oh, leading scorer in Kentucky basketball history. Who wants easy. to take it, Andy or... Uh... Go ahead, Bob. Okay, uh, Bob. That's Ken that. Anderson's neighbor from Batavia, Illinois. I'm sorry, that's not completely correct. Oh, what do you mean completely Your correct? Question, you is, Are you getting picky on us scorer, here? The all-time leading scorer is Dan Issel. Dan Issel, yes. No, that's not it. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Where do you get your information? Uh, the all-time leading scorer in Kentucky basketball history is not male but female. It's Valerie Still. <laughs> oh. Whoa. Technicality Trumpy. Technicality. <laughs> a winner. No, I'd have said that if he asked for a woman. Well, he didn't have to ask for a woman. He said all-time leading well, scorer. My, my answer is correct. We are not. Well, how do you figure that? Kentucky. What? Valerie has scored more points than any other player in Kentucky history. Well, now that's not true either because the guy who played at that small town in eastern Kentucky who averaged yeah. 60 points a game for four years in high school is the leading scorer. Oh, come to Kentucky think of it, you know, uh, guys, you want a technicality too. Do you, do, do you agree with that? That's Irvin Stepp. Irvin Stepp. Irvin Stepp is the all-time leading, leading Kentucky scorer. Kentucky history. And with the you didn't state University well, of Kentucky. Let's, let's see what he says to this now. What do you say to this, Truett? If you want to nitpick, buddy, we can nitpick I'm the a... best of them. What, what do you think, Truett? No, I, I stand by what Bob... Okay, don't worry about having a anymore. He has to now, you see. The more pass interceptions in 1980. The most interceptions thrown by a quarterback in 19... 19... Yeah. In the NFL? In the NFL. Yeah. Mm. That's a pretty good question. Mm. Sooner or later. Mm. How about a hint, then? We do deserve one hint. You want a hint? Yeah. yeah. One hint is all. All right. How about... This might not be a too good hint, but... Uh, his last name ends with a W. His that's a good hint. W. Last name ends with a W. Okay, Trump, what do you think? Woodrow uh, Wilson. <laughs> w. Jackson Andrew. Jackson. Wrong. No. Wrong. Uh, Roth. We've said a few words. I've been supportive. Right, with a w. I think we may have a winner here. Yeah. Terry Bradshaw. Terry oh, Bradshaw. Bradshaw ends in a W. Oh, Fellas, you have to admit. Oh, you have to admit one thing. Hang on, Arthur. Cute kid. Yeah. Are you ready? I have for you no King's Court card game. They're all gone away. Get wanted one, see? I'm going to get you lunch at Hardee's. Also, registering you in the million-dollar giveaway. Oh, he's not old enough. We're going to register your big brother in the million-dollar giveaway. Not only that, 
We have how much money? Between us all? I'm sorry, we're gonna come up with here. Twenty nine cents. Twenty nine cents. We have twenty nine cents. How do you feel? I feel just uh, unexplainable. That's good. <laughs> Thanks for calling, and thank you for listening to Sports or Consequences on the Big One. And I'd like to thank our sports aficionados. It was <laughs> the most unique, most creative, funniest. And so I America. said, well, well, uh, what is? It? And he told me, and I was overwhelmed. And I came home, and I was, I, that's all I could think about. I got home, and Tracy, I, you know, came running out of the house, and she said, "What's going on?" I said, "We're here for a while." <laughs> 27 was, years. Wasn't it 10 years? That was a 10 year contract. Uh, ten. That was a 10 year contract. 10, ten years. 10 year, no cut. Now, yeah. one thing we tried to do was act in between and with each other. We're not in a locker room, we're on a stage, we fought constantly. So, one night I'm on the air till 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. for about a year. Lynn Gladhill, who was on at 1 o'clock until oh, 6 a.m., oh, went crazy. I don't know what she did. Every F bomb, she dropped them all. She was a psychic. She worked all nights and she drank half a gallon of wine, I think. And she couldn't spell the word asshole. Couldn't do it. And Randy should have known that uh, if she was psychic, what was going to happen, but Lynn didn't tell him what was going to occur. So that was done. He walks in with the truck and bozo. I'm on the air like at 10 o'clock and says, I think it's from Kansas City. Walks in and looks like Wolfman Jack. And this is the person taking Lynn Gladhill's place. I said, great. I want you two to interact, hand it off to him, introduce him into the market. I've been there about a year. So I said, let's come up with something. I'm going to attack you and all the truckers. Toothless, a little, a little literate hillbillies. They got the whores. They got the lot lizards. All this crap. And then I'll have a war with the truckers. You go the other side and you be the greatest friend of the trucker. So we made some bet and I lost it. So I said, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to be on I'm gonna be on Fountain Square in Cincinnati. Any truck that comes off I-75, I'll get up and wash your windshield. Windex, paper towels, the whole deal. Between 1 and 2 a.m. in the morning, I'll be there. So I got in this huge fight with oh, him. Oh, you're that saying you, you probably can't even drive downtown. You don't know how to drive that I truck. I have no you're idea. No, no. I show up and I lose the bet. I was on purpose. I was going to lose it. So one o'clock in the morning, I'm at Fountain Square and the trucks are lined up over the bridge on 75 all the way up halfway to day. They have 400 trucks. The police highway patrol sirens are going and I'm washing windshields for like an hour or two on Fountain Square to introduce the truck and bozo to this market. And every time the bozo showed up, he had more pills. He began with like four pills. Then he got ten pills. I'm in a restaurant with him. Tell the story about bozo in the restaurant. Eat well, dinner. What? Uh, well, uh, my wife Carol and I and her parents, who, who are, uh, they're not real stiff, but they're pretty well good citizens. And uh, Bozo, this is in, in Florida, and Bozo, as we sit at the table, Bozo, Lumpy, Carol, and me, Bozo pulls up his shirt and his t-shirt his great big gut goes and uh, like wow that's amazing and then he pulls out a hypodermic needle and he goes I suppose I wait you got to give yourself a shot this in, is the stomach, Fox, by the way. <laughs> in the stomach in a restaurant with all these people. He goes like, I could give it myself in the, in the ass. <laughs> and he goes, Poof. he has it right there. But you know what's funny is what you're saying about the the, 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 the truckers. They hated your guts. And, they and, and, me off the road. Well, at the, at, don't you remember at, at the uh, uh, eulogy when you, uh, Willie gets up and, and he does, the, you know, the American 
this, this was when he really died. Yeah, he does. Yeah. We think. So, so, as, so Preacher and, was and the trucker said they're just kind of looking at him like, why the hell is he here? He's not like Bozo. And so as Willie walks off of the stage, uh, I, I had a, you know, I, I get, as I walk past him, I just grabbed him and kissed him full on the lips. And uh, they're all looking, and I get up to the band. <laughs> the gay truck drivers of America is what I call the organization. <laughs> no, but I got up to the microphone and said, you're probably wondering about that kiss. I have the worst freaking cold I've ever had in my life. <laughs> morning. I'm the Bozo on the big one as we roll along here. Hello to Max Henderson. He and old Possum Breath is somewhere down around Marietta, Florida listening to us this morning. And the Indiana Roadrunner, let's see what we got on the telephone. Hello, Bozo phone. You're on the air and who's this? They have names like Possum Breath and Roadrunner and they love Dale Summers, the self-proclaimed trucking Bozo on WLW Radio in Cincinnati. I think you're just, you're just handsome oh, and I want a picture of you to keep my bedroom. Going blind, I can tell that too. <laughs> All right, little leopard. Did you have a good morning? All right. On this morning, talk centers around Monday's massive truck convoy that crossed Indiana, a protest instigated by the Bozo. We were in one lane, observing the speed laws, and motored across the state of Indiana. I don't know of anyone that got a ticket or anybody that was run off a road by a killer truck. I was alone when you found me. It's not the first such convoy, and Summers promises it won't be the last. Sentiment against Indiana's reduced speed limit for trucks remains strong. They just go ahead and convoy that state to the cows come home. <laughs> All right. I think they'll get somewhere. Well, okay. Here you sit in Ohio yeah. influencing the traffic patterns on Indiana interstates. Mm -hmm. I certainly would. It wouldn't bother me if I was in Louisiana. I'd still do the same thing. It's concerning the truck drivers of North America, the American way of life. He urges civil and legal protests. And so the big rigs roll on, and so does the bozo. I understand their problems, and I sympathize with them, and I try to help them. And with 50,000 watts to work with, Summers can't get Indiana off his mind. Seven hundred WLW Jerry Lee, the killer. <laughs> These stories all blend together, but the station had a real connection with the audience. That's the thing that stood out for me. It was compelling on the air all the time, and I came from top forty radios, so I this talk stuff. I, what's this all about? And I was listening, and the people in Cincinnati uh, are loyal to a fault, but the station established through these different personalities a connection that really stood it in good stead and continues to this day. It's Jan and Dean Music on 700 WLW, and here they come from all over the world. This is Dusty keeping you company, making nighttime the bright time on a great Sunday on the big one, 700 WLW. Baby. That's Johnny Rivers from the Whiskey Go-Go. It was 1967, bringing back a song done just a couple of years ahead of that by the Four Tops. Here on 700 WLW, the new king of Queen City Radio. We weren't conservative, we weren't liberal, we, were having, we, we, we took news very seriously. Good evening, Bill Tonus, the 700 WLW newsroom. A reversal on Walter Mondale's plan to oust Charles Manat. Gary Hart may have a plan to steal delegates away from Mondale. A profile on Alton Coleman and good news at the gas pump. I mean, if something happened, we were on it. it 
we erred on the side of overkill on the big story, and we were serious about it. We were good about it. We were really together. But then, if nothing big was going on, why not have fun? Uh, and. I don't think most company cultures would allow the kind of shenanigans that went on. But the results speak for themselves. Uh, it was just fun. It wasn't destructive or mean-spirited. It was just unconventional. Talk about the, your, your move to uh, noon to three. Well, <laughs> little story there. I served a stint like in Leavenworth as the program director. <laughs> Yeah, we all love that. <laughs> Didn't like it much. Classic scene when Gary Burbank turned over my desk. That, that, we'll leave that. They made, they made, they made him the pro program director. Well, I'll tell the whole story. Tell yet. the whole story. They made you the program director. Randy did. Randy did. And I didn't care. I mean, that's great because I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Thanks anyway. a lot, Randy. And, 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 and I get along with Willie. We get along fine. And so, but I came in one day, and I think you did it on purpose. I don't, you said you didn't, but he's parked in my parking space. I didn't do what Trumpy did. I didn't let all the air out of all of your tires. You got to remember that. Trumpy used to do that. Hey, Gary was on two. Well, you began, you were in the mornings when, when I was. When I, yeah, well, yeah, I, and then yeah. you went to afternoons, gave you more time. Hated morning. Two to six, and Mike was on. Ten to two. Ten to two. Four hours, and you were on four hours. And so I had the idea of putting me on 12 to three, cutting you back an hour, which uh, moved you back nine to 12, three hours instead of four. So what happened better. was we decided morning drive started at five. So Jim started at five, went to nine. nine. I started at nine. nine. For a while, I went nine to two. So my idea was I went to Mark Chase. Give you another said, hour morning drive to sell. I say to Mark Chase, look, it saves Mike an hour, and it saves Gary three hours better than four, and it's better. And he said, that's a stupid idea. You're never going to work 12 to 3. And I said, why not? He said, you have on the fun ladies. You talk about dildos. You have all this crap on, the the uh, the beeswax, the bees, all this. It's not going to play 12 to 3. I said, Mark, I'll change my act a little bit. I'll do different things. I know what to do. I can adjust. I can yeah. play many roles. He said, no, you can't. He said, try it. Randy's going to be gone for like a month or two traveling somewhere. And he said, by the time he comes back, I'll tell him you're so successful it's going to work. So he put me on 12 to 3. Now my competition is a guy named Rush Limbaugh. You know, which pretty yeah, pretty yeah. good competition. Mm -hmm. But I said, look, I'm going to do local. I'm not going to talk about Clinton and sex and Monica Lewinsky and all that stuff. Now that he's come out today, I, yesterday he finally said what happened. He got horny and he did some strange, and that's what happened. Yeah. But he didn't say it at the time. So we did all these parodies, and I said, look, I can change my act. And so when I went 12 to 3, it allowed Mike to do three hours, which was perfect for him. Yeah. Allowed you to do three hours, which was perfect for you. Yeah. And I was against the ratings, against Rush. You know, you should be better in local markets and national markets and we were able to do that yeah. and then when Trumpy left we had Collinsworth who came in and Andy Furman both of whom were terrible in the beginning but they became hilarious they, became they, they were wonderful and, and it just set it all up and then Randy left us he left us alone but the show you're talking about was like I come in and he's in my parking place and I went up I went upstairs I said uh you're my parking place, man. And he goes like, maybe it's my parking place now. He was just screwing around, so I did too. So I reached under his desk, thinking it was one of those small little desks, you know, that, 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 that had drawers. And, and, and I went, and his desk went flying up in the air. Like, wow. I said, we, we looked at each other. I said, maybe I'll park here. <laughs> I'll say, Gary, park wherever you want. Yeah. There you go. There's part two. That's awesome. Wow. That's Funny. great. Yeah. Well, I, I, that's what radio 
misses. I'm not going to go. Uh, it just there was a different sound. I, I can't explain it, but when I tune into that station at night, there was a different sound to it. Just a different camaraderie with him and Segman and and all the things that uh, they would do, and uh, you know, uh, just just things they'd say uh, out of the blue. Uh, you know, and of course, I heard the nighttime portion of the show, but I guess that was the station. But I guess that's what they were doing all along, and it just was a station. I know that if I'd have been there, I'd have listened to a lot. They're still live, and they all got along. The they, they all got along with each other because they they were comfortable pulling these ribs on each other, and you know, yeah. pulling stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You but know, then, when you go to Albany, New York, go ahead, Bernie. The, the Truck and Bozo worked at many stations in Indiana. Uh, he worked on uh, Evansville's WJPS as Bruce Summers. Uh, he worked on WGEE here in town as uh, Bruce Summers. He worked on WNDE as Dale Summers. And uh-huh. he worked on WXLW as Bruce Love. <laughs> and he did mornings. Bruce Love Bill, in the morning. And Bill, so didn't he, he also work at WJJD lot. when they were country? It seems to me I remember someone told me that he worked there. I don't I don't know, but I was I told he I don't recall there. that. Don't remember that. Did he always but, play country uh, music or do Top 42? Oh, no, no. Uh, in fact, uh, at WJPS and at WNDE and at WXLW, they were Top 40. Okay. Yeah, He was so, good. He was very he good. He was pretty I, good. You know, you can't get WLW in New York City because of WORAM, but when yeah. I was living in Syracuse, I was living here, of course, you could get WLW with no problems, of course. Too bad they couldn't keep that 500,000-watt transmitter that they had back in the 30s because that, was, <laughs> hey, that was really power. Five billion of these devices out here, they don't need it anymore. And yeah, they, they don't, don't need that. They could right. But yeah. I will tell you, and listen to them. Yeah, when yeah. you listen to WLW, when I when you go and I would travel with uh, with my wife at the time, Kristen, we go from Albany, New York, to Augusta, Georgia, and there are places that you just can't get radio, and when you're driving like that, and we had the XM radio, he yeah. was on uh, WLW was the station we listened to. We got to hear Mike McConnell from nine to noon, and Dan uh, Cunningham from noon to three. And Gary Burbank was on in the afternoon. That was a great radio, and they still have local radio on that station, which surprised me. Yeah. But but uh, but iHeart knows how to keep a market going. KOA in Denver, mostly all local and live. WLW, mostly all local and live. I guess there's no more there's no more truck and show overnight anymore. But 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 they really have yeah. live talk. So how, how about OAI and HAS? Do they do that too? No. OAI does no. not because they they don't have a secondary. With KOA and WLW, they have that second talk station. The stick with syndication and brush and everybody. Yeah, OAI, right. just, they're the only talk station they have well, there, so it's mainly... KOA and OAI are a little different in that at night, OAI threw away their programming by selling it all to Preachers, whereas KOA was doing 24-7 local. Uh, and yeah. then, I don't know how much, I know they got coast-to-coast on there and some other national shows but those two are whole different situations and even the talk station in new york which is owned by by iheart which is woram was a classic class class operation they don't have uh most of the programming is used for premier radio because how do you syndicate premier radio programs all over the country if you if you if you don't have it on your big affiliates so that's that's you know so they kind of have to do that walter can you unmute yourself please There we go. Um, okay. Yeah, the, um, that was uh, very interesting with uh, WLW. I do remember them as a kid. Um, uh-huh. 
you know, I think one time I heard them, they were playing, I think, something that sounded like, you know, uh, AAC uh, at the time and and all that. And it was, it was pretty cool. And I think the mm-hmm. other, uh, WHAS, I think, does the uh, coast to coast. Like, uh, yes, like they do. But WLW, I remember there was a guy named Kelly who did the all night show there at one time too. I don't remember his I don't remember his first and last name, but I remember the last name was Kelly. Uh did all nights there as well. So I mean it, they they've been live and local, but they were a middle of the road station. I have air checks that go back to nineteen sixty three of what they sounded oh, yeah. like. And then they had talk during the daytime, they had like a variety talk show hosted by Ruth Lyons. Oh, yeah, me, that was yeah. Oh, we just man. went through that stuff on uh, oh. Golden Age News Network the other day and there was a farm show before that. So they'd go and they had some variety show, and then they went to a farm show, and then back to Ruth Lyons for uh, the variety from I think twelve to one. And then when they were when they went to the actual when the assassination happened, they were going to be playing. Um, oh, what's the music? Little Abner, the musical Little Abner, and he was going to get into that. I guess that was a thing on Fridays. He'd tell the story and play the songs from the musical. Well, they, that got interrupted by the assassination around one thirty. And they had another radio announcer there who did a variety show as well with a live audience named Bob Braun. Oh, very, very popular. Yeah, those, those shows <laughs> those shows were also on TV. Yes, they yeah. were. Yes, they were. They were. They were. WLW-TV, yep. And I guess they were in other parts of the state, too. I heard they were in Columbus. Yeah, and and in, you know. Indianapolis, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They mentioned Indianapolis. That's right. Yeah. And she also did a baseball Johnny, game once. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, uh, I, I have a, I have a Ruth Lyons show on my computer, and while it wasn't my cup of tea, I could see where the old where the housewives oh, like terrible. really loved it. Terrible. Yeah, it wasn't too good. Like though. I said, it wasn't my it was cup awful. of tea, but it wasn't yeah. even that good. <laughs> it, no, it was bad. No, it, was, it was pretty bad. But they but then they they transitioned about '69. They they got the Reds. They uptempoed their music. To, you know, got with the, into the adult contemporary, you know, playing the stuff that Beezy and everybody were playing. And that's what they did through the 70s. And then, you know, when they hit the 80s, that's when all this that happened that we were talking about. Well, it was a good station. And it still is compared to what some of them are. So we really can't complain mm-hmm. too much. Great stuff. All right, Jeff, you've got something else coming up here, don't you? Oh, yeah. Uh, let me just take it out of my bag. There we go. Here, let me hand you the real tape. Here you go, Bill. Oh, uh, we got right. uh, Ron Landry. Chris, you, you know about Ron Landry from Boston. Oh, yeah. But this is before Boston. When he worked in the insurance capital, where all the insurance companies are in Hartford, Connecticut, from 1960 till 1966, and this was done in November. They, now they say November 11th. I'm a little suspect on that, but I think it probably is right. November we'll 11th, of 1964. Chris will right. be on it. Uh, if we didn't lose it, but between now and then, we had a crash, Jeff. So here we go. This week in my Classic Air Checks section, I believe we have a real treat for all those who love Classic Air Checks. We're traveling to Hartford, Connecticut, and we're going to listen to Ron Landry as heard on radio station WDRC-AM on November 11th, 1964. Ron Landry came to WDRC in 1960 and spent six years in the insurance capital. After leaving WDRC-AM, Ron Landry moved to Boston, Massachusetts and did afternoons at radio station WBZ-AM. He would ultimately move to Los Angeles, California, working with Emperor Bob Hudson as Hudson and Landry on KGBS AM in Los Angeles, California. And what a morning show that was. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy Ron Landry at radio station WDRC AM in Hartford, Connecticut on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. The Ron Landry Show. Any uh, comments from the audience? Ah, bull! Bull! 
Well, that's my comment. You don't like the show? No, I don't care for it. I don't care for wait the show at all. I think I'm going to leave. Wait, wait a minute before you leave. How would you do a show like this, sir? I, mean, I do it under an assumed name. All right, throw him out of the side door, Charlie. Right, Make him bounce a wait couple a of times, too. Make wait him bounce. Minute. Let's go. Wait a minute. Ah. Okay. This you is can't, You can't do that. Why? Why? I got a very big name in this city. You can't throw me out of the side door. All right, Charlie, toss him out of the front door then if he's got such okay. a big name. There you go. Toss football. him right out of the wait front door. Wait a minute. meals and parties go better with ice cold coca-cola and savings go better during the big mix em and match em sale buy two cartons of coke in the half court size or two of tab or one of each and get both for just 99 cents you save 19 cents delicious coca-cola and low calorie tab buy two cartons and save 19 cents things go better with coca-cola things go better with coke we have a record here for all of my South American listeners out there. Oh, that's very noble of you. Yeah. In a little cafe. <laughs> Call Credit Advisors at 527-7247 or stop in at 1512 American Industrial Building, 983 Main Street. That's Credit Advisors, 527-7247. Good show, Ron. Thank you. And your bill-paying problems forever. Call 527-7247, 527-7247 right now. In the immortal words of our esteemed general manager. Let's stop goofing off. In it's ten minutes after eight. Hello there, baby. Hello, honey. Hope I caught you all alone. I beg your pardon? Let's talk about you. Okay. And Blackstone cigars. My favorite subject. Are you the kind of man who likes doing things together? Hmm. I'll bet you are. <laughs> well, the Blackstone Key Club is just the ticket for swingers like you. Right. There's so many he and she things that you can win. He and she. Like, ooh, dream trips to Bermuda for two. Mm. And sports thrills at Celtics, Patriots, and Bruins games. Right. Just oodles of fabulous twosome ideas. Yeah. And think how two could spend those wonderful cash prices. Get your passkey to exciting fun for two in the Blackstone Key Club. Key Club, yeah. Pick up your application blank where you buy those flavor-rich Blackstone cigars. Right. It's the modern smoke you can live with, Swinger. <laughs> so live it up. He <laughs> yeah. shouldn't have looked at Wayne like that. He gets awfully embarrassed. <laughs> 11 after 8 now. This is Betty Everett, my swinging 6 6 pack pick for this week. I'm Betty Everett and a great record, Getting Mighty Crowded. And that's the Ron Landry swinging 6 6 pack pick for this week. 13 and a half minutes after a WDRC fun time. I would like to say just one thing at this time, folks. There are very few people in this world today who are perfect. However, this morning, Wayne Mulligan, our engineer, has hit that certain degree of perfection that will award him, that will get him the Ron Landry Award for 64. Everything, without a doubt, that he has done this morning has been perfectly wrong. No. Yes? I, how in the world could anybody make so many mistakes no. in so little time? No. It isn't easy. 
Yes, taste the delicious premium quality flavor difference in Manischewitz wines. And if you like fruit wines, you like 100% pure Manischewitz blackberry wine even more. Manischewitz Wine Company, New York. WDRC 1360. Now, every Wednesday night, a new television program brings you the best of the driving big beat music that's sweeping America and the world. It's Shindig on ABC. After week, you'll see in-person performers like Bobby Freeman, Jody Miller, Bobby Sherman, The Blossoms, and The Beatles. The biggest singers, the biggest combos, the biggest tunes, the biggest beat. Dig it every Wednesday night on Shindig. Then right after Shindig, watch the hilarious adventures of a small town square in sunny California. That's Mickey, new television comedy starring Mickey Rooney. Mickey's a landlocked family man who inherits a posh marina on the Pacific coast, complete with Sammy Tong, a not-so-business-like manager whose talent for tangling Mickey's finances is as riotous as it is ruinous. Don't miss Mickey and Shindig every Wednesday night. For a wide world of entertainment, watch ABC. That's WNHC TV 8. sound of the Beast Boys now, and the warmth of the sun, the warmth of the sun, by the Beach Boys, number 18 this week, the other side's big two, dance, 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 at 19 after a WDRC fun time, I see Stan Freeberg sitting over there, kind of dejected, remember Stan, you were supposed to sell spaghetti instead of turkeys for Thanksgiving? Oh yeah. It didn't quite work out that way, did it? Uh, okay, so we didn't sell the idea, print spaghetti for Thanksgiving instead of turkey, it takes time for these things to catch on. Yeah, I guess you're now, right. Now, how about this, they got a lot of turkey left over afterward, right? Well, trust me, it's turkey city out there. Now, if the American housewife is on the ball, she'll whip down to the grocers and find a bright blue box of Prince Egg Noodles. And? She'll get out the leftover turkey and fix her family the most terrific casserole they ever had. Turkey noodle dandy, we could call it. She'll stick the noodle casserole in the oven and call it macaroni. No, let's not confuse the two products. Well, okay, but it'll be a feather in her cap when her husband tastes those Prince Egg Noodles. He'll say, I want turkey noodle dandy. Turkey noodle do or die. You can serve my nephew or my uncle Sam. Cream turkey or turkey pie. But lay those Prince Egg noodles on me. Or my meal will be bereft. I mean turkey noodle dandy made with Prince Egg noodles. And all that turkey, what is left? What do you think? Uh, let me sleep on it, okay? Mm, okay. Hey, can, can I sleep on it? I'm going to sleep on it too, okay? You do that, okay? Okay. WDRC in Hartford. First for fun, we're number one. The fun spot to be is on Big D. 1360 in Hartford. Boy, they really are building down there in Constitution Plaza. They right? really are. It's they amazing really are. how they can put up buildings. It's just, it's yeah, Yesterday, they... I was going to work and they were pouring a foundation for a building. And yes. then yesterday afternoon on the way home, I saw them putting three people out for back rent. Remember them. Seaboard. A lifesaver when you need cash. There's a Seaboard office at 1681 Park Street, where a loan of $100 will cost $17 when paid promptly in 12 consecutive payments of $9.75 each. 24 and a half minutes after a WDRC fun time, the temperature 35 degrees. You'd never know that I'm uh, talking to you with a hot towel on my face. I'm down in the barbershop in the WDRC building. I didn't have a chance to get a good clean 
close shave this morning, and uh, the WDRC barber is now about ready to give me a good clean close shave. Get a good and close now here. Can I give you a real nice close one a day there? Okay. Yeah. Good. Real nice close. Mm. 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 That's good. I, uh, you must have. Uh, mm. When's your shave last? Yesterday morning. You got a nice beard in here. We can cut that real good and closer. Yeah, good. Oh, how'd that feel? That's uh, razor's good. Razor good and sharp. Oh, oh. What? Well, what happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? Uh, what happened? Oh boy. What happened? Hey, uh, what happened? What happened? Don't get excited. What what don't get excited. Wait, come on. Everything what happened? Under control. Don't get excited. What control? What? I have to run down to the uh, drugstore for just a. Uh, minute or two, and whatever you do, don't wiggle your left ear. WDRC in Hartford. First for fun, we're number one. The fun spot to be is on the D. 1360 in Hartford. Well, what can I say? That is creative radio at its best. And I especially enjoyed the Stan Freeberg drop-ins and all the sound effects used to make this a creative radio show. You just heard Ron Landry has heard on radio station WDRC AM in Hartford, Connecticut from November 11th, 1964. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, want to let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F, Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Uh, <laughs> that was good stuff. It was yeah. great stuff. <laughs> Especially the dance. Now, Stan, the Prince Spaghetti is a local. They're, they're out of the North End here in Boston, and they did, of course, around New England. But Stan Freeberg did stuff for them. He did stuff for uh, Salada Tea, which is another local thing. Cotadina Tomato Juice. Uh, Cotadina Tomato Juice. And the, the Chun Kingston Trio was very famous for him with Chun King Chow Mein. And, uh, you well, know, he did... Hilarious. And yeah, he used oh, the he same. Was, and he used the same actors who did that. The history of the United States. That, yes. that and, and they were yeah. Judd Conlon's orchestra with uh, with uh, Jesse White or wherever, oh, the the whole group of actors. He had, yeah. Uh, Jude, the best Jude. commercials were by him and Dick Orkin. Yes. Because Dick Orkin, oh, the yeah. Chicken Man, Dick did Orkin. a whole bunch of really yeah. cool commercials after that. He did. Yeah, he did. I mean, Ron Landry probably so played two songs so in half an hour. He probably. Ahead, he probably played two songs in like half an hour, like Carl DeSouz did on some air checks you hear, you know? But yeah, they, those commercials that he did were so good, you can remember them to this day. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I like that Blackstone cigar commercial because that Key Club was really like the Playboy Club. I mean, that, that's, what it, that's what that whole thing was. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah. that was pretty cool. I definitely enjoyed his, his show. I never got to hear him live on, WT, on WDRC. But it was interesting to hear what he sounded like back in 1964. Well, it sounds so. like he started out, they started playing rock, uh, my friend Steve told me, on uh, August 18, 1960. So he sounds like he was a charter member, started, you know, they had been in CBS and they declared their independence, as they put it, and became a rock station that day and uh, went up to, well, I don't know how long they went, but, uh, you know, he was there from the beginning until March of 66 when he came here to replace Chef K. Well, he was working well, also, know, uh, was with Dick Robinson. Go ahead, uh, Bernie. Yes. Yeah. The, the the thing about it is, I don't think anybody understands, except maybe people who are around radio, how hard it was to do a show like that in 1964. You know, mm-hmm. they they didn't have cart machines. <laughs> I mean, and nowadays, I mean, I can I can hit a hotkey and and play something. You know, and it's so it's so simple. But back then, that was oh yeah. Ridiculous. 
Yeah. What he, yeah, he, what he did was he, uh, he would pre-record those bits while the show was yeah. on the air. And, and if you understand how the board works, Brandy, and, and you understand, they would put the, the oh, mic sure. in audition. He would record in the audition, stuff, and engineer yeah. would, 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 would record it, and they'd work it all out together. And th that same engineer, Wayne Mullins, who was an engineer in 1964, at the time when I received this air check, was the general manager of w, uh, of WDRC. So it shows that it, it, what, come, what comes around goes around, so, the, so they say. So go ahead, Walt, you have your hand raised. Outstanding. Yeah. Unmute yeah, yourself. That, that, was, uh, that was very good. Um, I, I like that part about the thing about throwing the, trying to throw the guy out the back door. Oh, yeah. I'm a big guy. Well, throw me out the front door then. Yeah, I like the Blackstone cigar commercial because there was a lot of innuendo was in there. They and they didn't have to sit there and use dirty words to say exactly what he was talking about. So that's now what does the what does WDRCAM do now? Their talk. Yeah. Yes, they are talk. The FM is their FM is classic rock. The AM is talk. But at that time, it was AM and FM because 1964. You didn't have to separate your program yeah, back then. No. Right. And they had and they had good competition. WPOP. They had some good. They had Joey Reynolds for a while. They had a lot of good people. Lee Sims was there later. So POP was not uh, shabby. They were a good station too. Except and, and WDRC, but both POP and DRC were on those frequencies that at night you you couldn't get them too well. I mean, I yeah. I couldn't hear w, WDRC in New York. I could I could POP. get them up here most nights. Not every night though. Sometimes they had uh, had to fight with some other stuff. But the most nights I, I could get them, and there were nights when reception wasn't good that I could get them. You know, I couldn't get them all day or anything, but I could get them at night. And you'd say, oh, this is one of those you know like the local reception kind of night where things would come in. You know, there's different patterns you get. Sometimes you get all the southern stations. You can't get the like the ones in New York. I couldn't get, and I'd get WSB and WBT. So there's funny things that happen in the atmosphere sometimes. We featured WDRC FM a few months ago. I forgot when we did it, but we did yep. it when they were doing oldies. So um, that was something. And of course, Dickie Robinson started right. the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. That was right, and he's still alive, for. and he owns the station in uh, in West Palm, Palm Beach, Florida. Palm the Beach. legend. The legend. Uh, I don't yeah. think he's on the air anymore. Although he may, they may use some of his tapes, but he's essentially retired. But I heard him during the holidays, and his son does mornings on the legend now. So, but we've had Dick Robinson on for some air checks from a couple of years later. I know uh, on here in the last couple of years. I believe so. I know I have an air check of him from DRC, which we have never featured, and eventually we'll get that in. My sister told me, and I've said this again a few weeks ago. She said, "You know, there's a, a show called Hoarding Buried Alive." I said, "Yes, Sharon. What, well, what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say?" Inquiring minds want to know. And she said, "Well, you're not a hoarder. You don't have junk and all that stuff all over your house, and your place is kept really nice. But you're a digital hoarder." I said, "That's the best right. compliment that I've ever heard you give me in a long, long time." There you go. There you I go. Interviewed, I interviewed uh, Dick Robinson on my program on the chat line one night. Oh. He was a really, really nice person. Oh, good. Very good. Well, we had a lot of people up here, you know, because it's not far. We had a lot of people get into broadcasting in this area because they had branches up here in, from Connecticut School of Broadcasting. You used to hear a lot of ads for it. I haven't for a while, but you used to. Yeah, it was all. It was in. It was in Connecticut. It was in uh, and in Florida. I know that they. they and were, and they, up in Boston, here in Boston, they had a branch up here too. So hmm. where? All right, Jeff. I guess it's almost time to play your life. No, I've only had three cups of coffee today. That's unusual for me. Wow. Oh, it's time yeah. for the fourth one, then. That's, that's right. It's for time the for the fourth one, yeah. Yeah, yeah for you, one. Get over here. Both. 
Got to get out of here so Perry can get to Walter's house. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, Perry's going to be with Walter tonight, so don't worry about it. Yeah, they've got it covered. Yeah. Well, you'll hear a little bit of surprise before your um, last segment there, Jeff. But, okay. hey, it's got to be better than an HD4 station. So <laughs> it will only take about 30 seconds. So we'll get that on and thank the crew thanks everybody thank you to the listeners for tim tonight yep Yep. we plugged that the first of the show we got big bucks for that so all right we covered it but this is a first on all things radio listen Jack's Liquor Store. Is that, is that liquor store? That's right, pal. Yeah, you guys deliver? We deliver. You got any tequila? We have tequila. Tequila. Yeah. You got any quartz? Quartz. We have quartz. I don't, I don't want. I don't want any quartz. All right. How much do you want? I want fifths. You want fifths? All right. Four fifths. This week, we're traveling to Danbury, Connecticut, and we're going to listen to a radio station that dropped its classic rock format and went back to what it did two years ago, Classic Hits. But I'm wondering if this Classic Hits format will really work. The format is satellite-delivered, there's no customization by the satellite radio announcers, and the station sounds disconnected from Danbury, Connecticut. And while the music is pretty good, well, I'll let you make a decision about what you think of this radio station. So without further ado, sit back and listen to radio station WDAQ HD4 on this week's edition of all things radio live 94.5 the hawk is wdaq hd4 danbury and the hawk ct.com danbury's classic hits 94.5 the hawk danbury's classic hits 94.5 the hawk you know from the artist you love and uh, well you can stop by anytime we're open 24 7 let's get something to talk about with a little help from bonnie rate Classic Hits, 94.5 The Hawk. Mr. Sledge, and we are family, and we're glad you're a part of ours. Uh, I think for the third day in a row, I have another recall for you. This one involving uh, Ford vehicles, though. So listen up. Ford's recalling nearly 215,000 pickup trucks and large SUVs here in the U.S. and Canada. Apparently, it is a, uh, a brake fluid leak, causing longer stopping distances. Not a good thing, especially if you're you know on the highway doing like 70, 75. The recall covers the F-150 pickup made from 2016 through 2018, as well as Ford Expeditions and Lincoln Navigator SUVs made from 2016 and 2017. All of the models have the 3.5-liter turbocharged six-cylinder engines. 
apparently fluid can leak from the brake master cylinder. That means your brake pedal tra- travel is increased, which is not a good thing. So uh, if you own one of those, I would contact your Ford dealer and get that fixed ASAP. Watch you safe. Queen of Bohemian Rhapsody playing that for Nick this morning. Thank you for checking in. And I've got a little something-something from NXS on the way, too. 94.5 The Hawk. Checking your commute. Eastbound 84, earlier accident wrapped up near exit 15 in Southbury. No problems westbound over the bridge. Looking quiet through Newtown. Danbury exits okay. Super 7 Federal Road, not too bad. North side for the most part okay. Looking pretty quiet into Ridgefield. Brewster's not all that bad. 84 into 684. Road 6 through 22 for the most part doing okay. 684, some extra company down near Golden's Bridge. Sign up for Lowe's MVP Pro Rewards and Partnership Program and help your business get to the next level. Program subject to terms and conditions. Valid through the end of the com for details. That's a check of the roads. I'm Dave Edwards. 94.5 The Hawk with your Danbury weather forecast. For today, periods of rain will get a brief break in the middle of the day, but then it's back for the afternoon. Today's high 49. More rain tonight, low 45, and partly sunny and warmer tomorrow with a high 61. The Hawk on your smart speaker. Just say, play the Hawk CT. Come on, man. You're one of my kind. 94.5 The Hawk. Playing classic hits for New Fairfield. That music there is fading like a flower. And, uh, boy, the hour is getting away from us. Uh, Going to try and squeeze in some more for you, though. Some BOC, Blue Oyster Cult, on the way. And from his second studio album, Building the Perfect Beast, got a pretty big hit for Don Henley for you next. 94.5 The Hawk, Danbury's classic hits. Classic Hits are back on 94.5. Danbury's Classic Hits. 94.5. The Hawk. Played that one for Riley this morning. Wanted to hear something from the police. Hopefully that took care of that. Uh... I guess that's what you do when uh, you have no more words. Da do 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 da 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 da. I have lots more music coming up for you and me. Gloria Stefan, and the rhythm is going to get you. It will next. 94.5 The Hawk. Checking your commute. Steely Dan. Earth After Hours Tour. Are you reeling in the east? Steely Dan. Live in concert. The Capitol Theater for three shows, August 10th, 12th, and 13th. 
Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. For more info, check SteelyDan.com. Classic Hits, 94.5 The Hawk. The Hawk is WDAQ HD4 Danbury and thehawkct.com. Danbury's classic hits are back on 94.5 The Hawk. Well, there you go. WDAQ HD4 has heard on a translator on 94.5 with their classic hits format. If you have any comments concerning this part of the program, want to let me know about it by email or voicemail. As I said earlier, it's not the best format out there, and I'd like to know what you think of this format. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.